Just a heads up, this episode does contain mention, although not explicit, of animal abuse or cruelty. If that's not your bag, we'll see you next month. Jaywalkers, it's the long-awaited PETA episode. Explanations will be at the end of the episode. I think they may color the rest of the information otherwise. If you want to see us in person, though, we'll be at Family Cafe June 9th to the 12th. Thanks to everyone who's reached out with the recent passage of all the anti-trans legislation. Uh, So far, we plan to stay in Orlando. Please think about people who have that decision made for them because they can't afford to leave an unsafe area. And if you're new... I take big ideas, laws, and other controversial things and try and find out where the sides stand to start a conversation. The people who you may think want to destroy the country almost always just have a different idea of how to make it the best country it can be. I strive to keep things respectful, as you can hear in the anti-trans and anti-drag legislation episode, where the subject impacts me rather intensely. With all that, on to PETA, and not the bread. March 1980, five people meet in a basement to create the people for the ethical treatment of animals. Headed by Ingrid Newkirk, Ingrid Newkirk, that is a hard name to say for me, I don't know why, and Alex Pacheco. They were mostly members of a local vegetarian group, but one member was a British activist who went on to start what would become Cruelty Free International. In 1981, the group gained national attention for the first time during the Silver Spring Monkey Case. A researcher named Edward Taub was conducting experiments on 17 macaque monkeys in Silver Spring, Maryland, which led to the first police raid of an animal testing facility in the U.S. and an amendment to animal welfare laws in 1985, eventually being the first animal rights case to be heard in the U.S. Supreme Court. Alex Pacheco got a job in a lab in May 81 to get first-hand experience of working in an animal lab, finding out that Taub had been cutting off the ganglia which supplied nerves to the monkey's limbs. Some of the monkeys had this done to the entire spinal column. Taub would then use restraint, withholding of food, and electric shock to try and force the monkeys to use parts of the body that had nerves separated. Alex went in at night and took pictures of the living conditions of the monkeys and passed them to police. This sparked a 10-year battle for custody of the monkeys that pushed PETA into the national, then international spotlight. PETA has become known for lobbying for animal rights legislation, as well as for enforcement of that legislation and their campaigns. Those campaigns have included advertisements with celebrities and supermodels that said, I'd rather go naked than wear fur, throwing red paint on outfits on catwalks and unfurling anti-fur banners, crawling the streets of Paris in fake leg traps, and throwing money coated in fake blood at the International Fur Festival. In October 2004, they led an international boycott against Australian wool for the practice of mulesing. Definitely no, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Which is removing some of the wool-bearing skin on the butt of the sheep. The Australian wool industry filed suit saying the practices to prevent a painful condition called fly strike where flies burrow into the skin and lay eggs. Then the larvae eat the tissue. The suit was settled and the boycott was stopped on the condition that another method of preventing fly strike was looked into. Now my sources start going into the controversies here, so I'm going to finish this out and go into the opinion piece, 
which is singular today. It is a pro and con article from Abelson. PETA has been around for more than 40 years. They're known for controversial tactics and campaigns, seen as champions of animal rights and extremists who take things too far. They believe animals deserve to live free of human intervention. Now, PETA exposed animal abuse in circuses, the food industry, and the fur trade. Their work has led to cruelty-free makeup and companies to animal-friendly policies. They've also saved thousands of animals from abusive and neglectful situations, getting them a safe place to stay in medical care as needed. But, they faced a lot of criticism for their ad campaigns that involved nude women or gory pictures of animals, and the in-person protests often include real or simulated blood to persuade people to give up fur and leather. They've also compared animal exploitation to the Holocaust. So from the article, the debate over PETA's tactics and campaigns will continue, but their impact on animal welfare cannot be dismissed. And for the meme saw a really good one of the, well yes, but actually no memes, where someone asked PETA, so you help animals? It's probably a reaction to the thousands of animals they put down in their shelters every year. Some of them are allegedly healthy. And I think most of us have seen the one where someone put a PETA sticker on their cat that says, I'm an a-hole, I wear fur. A lot of them are too complicated to convey through an auditory medium like this, but if you want to laugh almost exclusively at PETA's expense, I encourage you to Google PETA memes. And with that, I'll get into the takeaway, I think, before the explanations. So there's no love lost between me and PETA, even though they're the reason I haven't eaten at KFC in 15 or 20 years. I'm not a fan. It's partially because they pay the legal fees for groups like the Animal Liberation Front, who are an eco-terrorist group. I don't say that lightly. This is a group that changed an 80-something-year-old couple to a fence because they wouldn't give up a family farm. The other thing is, I don't want to say this, but it's the only word coming to mind. So the kind of blatant lies they put in their ads. The sheep that was shorn and skin torn up had nothing to do with wool practices. The allegedly healthy animals put down in their shelters, leech one of which was confirmed to be someone's pet that had been taken from them. PETA settled that case for about $50,000. So before I get further onto that soapbox, may I suggest your com- country society for the prevention of cruelty to animals, or SPCA. There are a great many no-kill shelters that might need your time or money. And then... So on to the explanations. This was a hard episode to get written. And you'll notice I only had one article. It was a pro and con article instead of the usual separate articles. I would go find a pro article and it would be lukewarm at best. Or if it was a great article, it was written by a board member of PETA, which kind of seemed wrong. So I, I didn't feel like I could use them. Now, if I miss something, if you think I'm wrong, if you have a topic suggestion feel free to send a message to jaywalkthroughlife at gmail.com. That's all one word. Jaywalking Through Life is a Hidden Star Graphics property run by JJ and the Cyborg Princess. Currently has no social media pages of its own. Uh, I'll see some of you at Family Cafe.